I said after that, because my son got in the car that day and, and I'll never forget. He said, but I don't understand. Do you not want me to stick up for myself? Mm, okay. And those words went right through me. Yeah. And I promised him that day that I would never, if, if someone threw the first punch, mm. that I would never tell him not to defend himself. Right. And this week I did not. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I'm your co-host, Erica Spira. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for emailing in. If you want to send us a question, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So first, we have a little bit of an update yeah. from you. Update on my son's lacrosse game. I know did we talk we talked about so, it. So yeah, on one uh I think two episodes ago. Okay. You mentioned how Marco scored a goal and then one kid came after him mm-hmm. and you yelled to him from the sidelines to walk away. Yes. So yeah, so my son scored the goal and I saw the one kid go after my son and you know, he literally hit him with a stick mm-hmm. and my son was getting ready to go after him and I yelled across the field, you know, walk away Marco, be the better person. Mm-hmm. And the mother of the kid turned around to me and told me to shut up. Mm. And it it took me back. Like, I was like, did she just tell me to shut up? Here I am, like, basically reprimanding my son and telling him to walk away. Right. And she's telling me to shut up. Like, (laughs) I I was just very, very confused. But it's crazy because now in this week's game, you know, different team, different town. Yeah. My son, of course, went and scored, you know, the goal. And a kid went after him. And I have to be honest, he hit him in his shin like bad. Like he was actually bleeding. I saw it after the game. And my son went to go after him. And I didn't say one word this time because you know what? <laughs> I'm teaching my kids that they need to defend themselves. Yeah. And as long as they do not throw the first punch, they are allowed to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, my son scores a, a goal or, you know, my son, let's just say, you know, does something else or whatever, doesn't give the right to another child to bring them down. Like, no. you know, so so I didn't say one word. Did he get the penalty and did the other kid get the penalty? Yeah, they did. They mm-hmm. both got the penalty. But... I don't care because to me, my son was sticking up for himself. Right. And I said after I said, you know, two weeks ago after I yelled across the field, you know, be the better person. I said after that, because my son got in the car that day and and I'll never forget. He said, but I don't understand. Do you not want me to stick up for myself? Mm, Okay. And those words went right through me. Yeah. And I promised him that day that I would never if if someone threw the first punch Mm. that I would never tell him not to defend themselves. Right. And this week I did not. Well, I'm curious with both of these scenarios, do the coaches say anything? Yes. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know if I should say it. Well, like basically, is there any of them trying to be like, don't No. or it's almost <laughs> kind of encouraged a little bit. Not encouraged. No. no. Okay. Um, I have to be honest. My son's coaches are excellent. Mm hmm. Um, they're very supportive and they also believe the same theory, like, you know, the same theory, like you need to defend yourself. Right. You know, my son's really not a wise ass type of kid. Mm-hmm. Just because he's doing something good doesn't give another kid a right to 
you know, bash him for it. No, it doesn't. But it's just it's just interesting because I played every sport, and as a woman, even like the referees and stuff would kind of be like, "Hey, we need to be ladies." There was always this like lady expectation, even if you weren't the one starting it situation. And every every coach I ever had was basically they tried to train you like ne- to never never do anything because I mean. It's true. When it happens, it's like, okay, we're both going to get a penalty. So yeah. like I played basketball, both going to get a technical, whatever type mm-hmm. of thing. It's just, it's just always interesting because the bar also for women getting a technical was so low. It was like the tiniest thing, like hearing a woman swear on the court, it'd be like technical immediately. Oh boy. But we'd watch the, yeah, we'd watch the men's game. I'm like, I can hear them swearing from the stands oh. at each other. And it's like, it's kind of that like, oh, boys will be boys or like, Oh, trust me, you have to hear what comes off the field (laughs) in the eighth grade games. Really? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, what what got me this last game was that the kid hit my son. The flag went up. Mm. The ref saw him hit him. Right. My son went after him to defend himself, but they both got the same penalty. I understand if you wanted to penalize my son for, I don't know, going after him. But the kid started it. You saw the kid started it because you threw the flag up. He should get a longer penalty than my son. I'm sorry. That's my feeling on it. Well, the real unfortunate truth is usually when any of this happens, whether it's sports or not, usually the second person is the one that gets caught and the first person doesn't. Because the first person that starts it, it's when no one's looking. Exactly. And then when everyone's looking, they see the second hit. Yeah. But I mean, that's I was raised the same way though. It kind of was like, hey, if someone hits you, shoves you, you hit them back, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's crazy because I was never. I have to be honest, I was never one of those parents to scream on the sidelines yeah, no. to. But I'm 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 watching myself through this sport only. I have to say, it's this sport only that just gets me. Lacrosse is very physical, and I guess because I see how my son gets injured and the and the bruises that he comes home with and slashes on the neck. And I'm like emotionally invested in this game. Mm-hmm. And I find myself saying like, okay, I got to, you know, take it down a couple notches and, you know, uh, watch what I say. And I don't want to be one of those parents, mm-hmm. you know, but, but it's hard. It's hard to step back and it's your kid. Yeah. It's tough. You know, it's, it's your kid. And mm-hmm. I know the way I'm raising my kid and, I could tell you my kid wouldn't be the one to go beat the crap out of someone. Right. So when someone starts with my child, I say to myself, wonder what's going on. You know, how are they mm-hmm. getting raised? You know? So. Oh, yeah. And lacrosse is brutal for men. Basically, if you have the ball, you're allowed to literally just get hit with oh, yeah. lacrosse sticks. Oh, yeah. And I think it's like, yeah, they're not supposed to hit like below the legs and the shins because they don't have padding. Correct. Oh, you don't even know. Let's put it this way. So so both of my boys play lacrosse. Yeah. Um, my eighth grader, his games are more violent. Really? Because, yeah, because they're still learning the, the, the techniques. Okay. They don't have the techniques down pat. So all you see is these kids. And, and some eighth graders are big. Yeah. They're beating the crap out of each other with sticks. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. And defenders are usually tall, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I could tell you watching my... 10th grader play it's not as violent i mean listen you still get bumps and bruises it's not as violent but their their techniques are very well um they've learned them at that point so yeah. you they're actually going 
for the stick. They're hitting the stick, not, you know, sometimes you'll hit the person, but yeah. it's not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to tell you, this weekend's game at my at my, my older son's game, it was something horrible. Um, so there was eight seconds left of the game, and we were down by one, and we had the ball. Mm-hmm. And our kid went and, and threw it into the net, and it would have went in. It would have been a tied game. But at that same split second, he got hit. And it wasn't an illegal hit, I have to yeah, be honest. It's it, not when you it have the ball. It wasn't an illegal hit. But the way he went down, it was bad. He really? actually ended up fracturing his femur bone. No way. Yeah. Fever bone? Femur bone. We femur, had a, sorry, femur bone? Yeah, he was on the ground screaming. I felt horrible. We had to get an ambulance. That's one of the worst pains, I say. Yes. The ambulance had to come onto the field to get him off because they couldn't move him. It was horrible. Oh, my God. It was absolutely horrible. And I say to myself, but I know parents that won't let their kids play football yeah. because they think it's such a That's very concussion rough head. sport. Yeah. What about lacrosse? I mean, they're both very, con- very contact-heavy sports. I have to tell you. They're I wearing think football they're... pads. They're wearing the same pads. Yeah, but you're more padded during a football game than you are during a lacrosse game. You are on your legs, that's for sure. Yeah. So I say to myself, to me, it's the same It's the same um, level of, of injury. I, I have to be honest. But it's crazy because if you go to a football game, there's an ambulance on standby at all mm-hmm. times. Not a lacrosse game. No. I think it's just because of the tackling. And the the higher rates of like head concussion, which I'm not saying it's fair, but it's like lacrosse. Yes, you're going to get hit with a stick, but I I mean I think the mentality is like you're not getting taken down to the ground typically. I guess. But, yeah. I mean, depends. <laughs> but like every every sport I played, I didn't necessarily have we didn't have like ambulances, but there always was the like you know trainer on hand typically. Yes, there was. That's there, always there. Was a there. trainer on hand. Yeah, yeah, the trainer was there, and the trainer was excellent. But again, think about how that kid had to go down to break his femur bone that's just brutal it was horrible it I mean, was absolutely horrible any any injury is like always heartbreaking yes i've seen enough with basketball and with any child that goes down mm-hmm. i mean whether it's your team yep. the other team oh the gym's silent yeah. you don't ever want to see any child go down no Mm-mm. because in reality it's a game yeah i thought you were gonna say like torres acl because that's very common but like that's I'm a broken femur. It Oof. was a broken femur because we found out um, on the way home from the game. My son was in the car, and you know all the lacrosse boys have a lacrosse group text. Yeah. And um, the kid uh, shared it to the group text that he had broken his femur bone. He had gotten his extra. He didn't get hit on the leg. He fell. You know. I I'm just curious because I'm I, like, this I'm, is... I'm not sure the true... Yeah. You know, I'm sitting in the bleachers. You know, there's so many different stories. From what I saw, it looks like the way he went down. He must have gotten hit from above, but the way his leg bent and he went down mm-hmm. must have did it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just... Any of my teammates that really was any of that moment of like, down and like completely wincing in pain because we always see people go down and there's like this you could just tell they're not getting back up right away yeah but the like screaming and the wincing like mm-hmm. um there was once this girl this is like when i played cyo it wasn't even like school ball yet and it was like she was just on defense basketball not like you know that contact heavy compared to lacrosse and like all of a sudden this girl was like stiff as a board standing up and just flat out fainted Wow. And then was like, it started having a seizure and it was just, and it's oh like, boy. you can hear a pin drop. Like everyone just stops and you know, people came to her aid and like cushioned her head, but it was just, 
you know, and that's like, you know, it's a CYO game. There's not medics there and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it was just like whoever's parent, like you just see people run from the stands and it's like your heart just stops because you're just like, what, what happened? Like I even remember when she just stood straight up, everyone was like, what is she doing? She's like playing defense. And all of a sudden she just stopped moving and just down, like wow. didn't even, yeah, flinch. And we were just like, what the heck happened? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. You know what it is you have to think about too, you know, a lot of these kids that are playing sports, it, it's not mandatory when a child is born to go and get you know to go see a heart specialist or no unless there's a significant issue Mm -hmm. kids don't go see cardiologists no they don't you know and then they as they get older they're playing sports and and who knows like no one knows if they have an underlying condition of some sort or whatever and it's unfortunate but that's sometimes how it comes out yeah it does sporting events yeah i forgot what exactly the thing was with her but basically she found something out and she didn't you know it wasn't anything due to like yeah. the literal game um but yeah it's just it's brutal that's i was lucky well, not lucky i had heart surgery as a baby so like i just always had like my yearly checkups and stuff yeah. and i remember actually i swam i started swimming in middle school i remember i always played tennis because my mom liked tennis so she would take me and then all my friends were swimming i was like i want to swim now uh-huh. and she was like I took all those tennis lessons, like, <laughs> um, but I swam and I liked it. But then I swam one year, seventh grade, and then there's no JV swimming for most mm-hmm. schools. So eighth grade, they wanted to pull me up to varsity with a couple of my friends. And my mom used to swim and she was like, your heart just is pounding. Yeah. It's a pounding cardio sport. So she was so nervous. And I remember she took me to like my cardiologist Yeah, being like, you know, my yearly checkup and also being like, okay. And they asked her to swim varsity. So like, I don't know if that's a good idea, blah, blah, blah. And the doctor me was like, Oh, that'd be great for her. That's great heart exercise. <laughs> like he was all like excited. He was like, "Congratulations, that's exciting!" And I was so excited. And I remember looking at my mom, and her face was like, "No." <laughs> like, she was like, "I was hoping you're gonna say that's no." That's not the answer yeah. I was hoping for. No, like she's like, "You sure?" And he's like, "Oh, do all the tests, but she's she's been cleared since she was a baby." You know? Wow. Like he was just more being like, "Good, keep exercising yeah. your heart." But it's like, yeah, most people don't know. Like I had a friend get surgery. Um, it was a couple months before COVID. Of some, she had something with like a leaky valve, uh-huh. and she didn't know. And she was a D one soccer player, never wow. really knew whatever. And then as an adult, just always was into fitness. And she was just like, I kept noticing like my heart rate being really high. And like, it's one thing when you're out of shape. She's like, I'm in pretty good shape, and finally got it checked out. And she had to have like this minor surgery. Wow. But it is it is interesting of like, yeah, that's I don't know. Maybe they'll change the regulations, but it's almost like you know gynecologist appointments like when you're a certain age supposed to be it's like yeah yeah everyone should get some type of you know heart check some type of an ekg of some sort yeah. you know or you know it should, it should type kind of like be a routine let's do an ultrasound of your heart it literally takes 10 minutes yeah i know i've had to do like the stress test and everything too mm-hmm. though but i don't have to do those every year um and my roommate that got covid she now has to go get tested because she was having something with like heart palpitations too well that's a covid side effect right because exactly my mom had it mm. So my mom had COVID and till this day, she had COVID back in January and till this day, she still has, you know, out of nowhere, her heart will just, you know, her, her heart rate will just go up. That's what was happening to my roommate. Yeah. yeah. And my roommate's like a runner. So it's very like out of nowhere. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So crazy. I know. But I'm like, maybe with COVID, they might just kind of start doing some type of regulation checks. Or I would assume at least anyone that got it and knew that they had it. Yeah. I would hope so scary very scary but very very scary <laughs> i was like smart i mean it sounds like marco's gonna keep playing lacrosse though either way. oh he loves the sport i have to be <laughs> honest i love watching him play it i love right. watching my other son play too like mm-hmm. it's a fun game to watch but it's a violent one i'm not gonna lie oh definitely but i it's but it is one of those things like when you're young and you, you kind of are more fearless 
It's nice because they say they say you're more likely to get hurt when you're playing hesitant. That is true. Like you're more likely to injure something. Absolutely, that is true. Th- you know, something I just, with your I just have to learn to just zip my mouth a little bit on the <laughs> sidelines. <laughs> Everybody does. It's it's hard. It is. It's hard. You just have to think of when you've seen other parents do it. That's what you have to think about. I know, but you know what it is too. I know that my one son feeds off of my energy. Mm. Like my older son, I don't say boo because <laughs> that'll just make him so mad. Okay. But with my younger son, I feel like if he hears my voice, it gives him more energy to, to try his best. Okay. You like know? Does that son. make sense? Yeah. Like, you know, because they're completely different personalities. Like, do you feel like uh, basically at Buddy's Games, you don't even try to like chirp out? Like, yeah, no, buddy. No, I don't. Like, I you don't. You don't say anything. Like, Buddy's the type that he's like, oh, you don't have to come to my game. Funny. Where Marco was like, you're coming to my game, right? Oh, uh, okay. And if my husband happens to be home and he goes to catch a game, he's like, but you're coming too, right? Oh, cute. I'm like, yes, I will be there. <laughs> That's nice though. I mean, it's better to know than not know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's see. We have an email today. This is okay. very interesting. Uh, and if you guys want to send us an email, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So it's called feeling like the worst mom. I'm feeling like the worst mom today. Yesterday was awful. My six-year-old went into a full-blown temper tantrum meltdown, and it doesn't happen too often, but when it does, I'm typically good at de-escalating him by calming calming him and talking with him. Yesterday, I was just worn out and frustrated, so when he started melting down, I certainly was not being patient like I wanted to be. I ended up yelling and making the situation worse. I sent him to his room for a timeout, and he was just escalating and escalating. I went in there to talk to him, and he hit me and threw something at me. Then he walked up to me. I was sitting down on his floor and spit on me. He has never done this before, and I was in total shock. I immediately said, that is disgusting. We don't ever spit on people. And he responded by spitting on me again. I had a knee-jerk reaction, and I spit right back on him. I feel awful. Here I am trying to explain how wrong it is to do that, and then I go and do it myself. And I'm really beating myself now up over this. What should I do to handle this? Oh, I do. I definitely have advice for that. Um, you know, being a mom of four, mm-hmm. no one gives you a handbook on how to be a mom. No. And it's it's actually, I believe, one of the hardest jobs ever. And it's like you need to find a balance between making sure your kids come to you with anything, but at the same time, they need to respect you. Yeah. And there's a fine, fine line of doing that. A very fine line. And, you know, I have four kids and I have to tell you that sometimes I myself feel like a horrible mom, mostly with my younger one, because I feel like he's my last and he was kind of gypped out of the things that I did with my older kids. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's really not into sports, but is that my fault? Because I didn't put the effort in like I put in with the other kids. Right. Um, he's a really picky eater, but is that my fault? Because, <laughs> you know, I was too occupied with taking the other kids everywhere because there's such a big age difference between my third and my fourth, you it's know, tough. I've actually thought it, about asking you about this. It, it is. It's, it's really tough. And until this day, it hounds me because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, you know, when, when my older kids were younger, I used to make sure I took them outside all the time. They all knew how to ride a bike mm-hmm. and, I don't do that with my younger one. And is it because I'm just mentally exhausted? 
with my with my other kids being the Uber driver and making sure, you know, you know, they're at different stages in their life and I feel horrible. I really absolutely feel horrible. Well, side note, I whenever I'm at my parents when it's warm out and it's a neighborhood and it's full of kids, I don't see people like playing outside like I used to do. And I think part of it is just like all the devices and the phones and iPads that all the kids have now. Well, that's the thing because my three older kids are so not device kids. Mm -hmm. My three older kids, what I tell you till this day, are outside. They love to be outside. Mm -hmm. They are outside kids. But my little one hates to go outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, we moved down the shore in the summertime and he doesn't even want to go in the pool. Yeah, that's rough. And it's like... That, is that my fault? Like I say to myself all the time, did I do that or is that just a personality thing? And it's a really, really fine line. Now, going back to the question of respect, you know, every child is entitled to have tantrums. I mean, <laughs> I, I, the, the amount of tantrums that my children have taken, more so my, my, my son, Buddy, when mm. he was a baby, the tantrums he used to take, none of my other kids ever took. When right. I tell you this child used to throw himself on the floor and scream and kick. And one day I said to the doctor, and this is the best thing I did, was bring it up to the doctor. And I okay. said, what do I do? Because I, I'm ready to like lose my shit. Yeah. Like, oh, my mom, let's say that word here. I don't know. Yeah, I'm ready to lose it. Mm-hmm. She's like, do yourself a favor. When he has a moment... If you get on the floor with him and coddle him, it's going to make it worse. Mm, Okay. Turn around. Say to him, when you're ready to talk to me, you come find me and walk away. Okay. And I started doing that. And I swear I'm not even kidding. It actually worked. Interesting. Now, going back to this question, (laughs) You are entitled to have a bad day also. Just mm-hmm. because your child is having a bad day doesn't mean that you always have to be on your A game. Yeah. Everyone has bad days. And you should not feel bad for punishing your child because he was having a tantrum. What was a tantrum about? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But he was still having a tantrum. You put him in his room. The minute he threw something at you or hit you, I forgot what the question was. Did he, he hit her or he, he threw? He said both. Oh, the minute he threw something at you or hit you or spit you is the minute that you go and take whatever favorite toys he's got, whatever, fa- we, every child has a favorite, yeah. whether it's a, a cell phone, whether it's a toy, mm-hmm. whether it's a computer thing or a PlayStation. every child has a favorite because every child has a hobby. Let's be honest. Yeah, something. You take that favorite thing and you put it in a big black garbage bag and you put it to the curb. Mm. Because all it takes is one time of you following through a punishment and I can guarantee you that that child will never do it again. Mark my word. I'd agree with it. Because the minute you let it slide one time, all Mm -hmm. it takes is one time. The minute you let a punishment slide one time, they got you by the freaking... I don't even want, I don't know what word I want to say here. Bye, bye, bye. They got you in the hand. Oh, yeah. Let's say that. They got you. That's it. And it only takes one time. I'd agree. Here's here's a question, though. I've dealt with this when I've babysat because I'm very good at ignoring tantrums. Mm-hmm. Also, especially when it's not your kid, very easy to be like, I don't really care if you're yeah. upset. Right? So I have that upper hand. Mm-hmm. 
But I've had like where a kid was whatever throwing tantrum, kind of fussy, and then in his room, and he shared the room with the sister. He started like destroying the room, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm not sure what the call is because first of all, it's not my house, it's not my things, and it was a weird situation. It was during COVID, the dad and the mom would be working from home. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, I was like, all right, I'm at least just gonna go tell the parents like. I kind of left him alone. He was throwing a tantrum. I was letting him get over it. But now he's throwing things and he's throwing like some of the sister's things. Mm-hmm. So I like I kind of was like, I don't know what the call is. Because I was like, obviously, yeah. I'm not ever going to lay a hand on no, anyone's uh, kid or anything. Like, I was like, I'm still ignoring it. But I was like, if you have a different way you want to handle it. So they went in and like he basically like had a talk. But he was very like, you need to talk to me. Like, and this yeah. kid, I think, was eight. And yeah. he was like, you can talk to me. He's like, why are you doing this? Like, ask him some questions. And he mm-hmm. got him to calm down. But I was I think that's that's a tricky thing I've known other people to be in like what if they start destroying things okay well if they start destroying things especially an eight-year-old yeah exactly or if, even a six-year-old like that's yeah. this kid's six if, they know if they start destroying things is where they need to know that they will not leave that room until they put back every single thing that they took out mm-hmm. or through yeah again it takes one time I'm telling you I've experienced it my, I know that my kids and I, my, my kids and my husband and I, we have a great relationship with our children. We're, we're friendly with them. They tell us a lot, but they respect us. Mm-hmm. And there's a fine line that's not crossed. Right. And, and I have to be honest, I don't, I have to say, like, I've never really punished my kids because they've never crossed that line. It w- it's never gotten to that. Let's put it right. that way. It's never mm-hmm. gone to that. Hopefully never does. And if it does, we'll, we'll deal with it then. But when my kids were baby babies and they were having tantrums, yep. you know, and it didn't happen often, but when they did, or if, you know, I had to tell them several times to pick up their toys because I was tripping over them. After the third or fourth time, I, I gave them three, four times. Yeah, I didn't say a word anymore. I took out the big black garbage bag <laughs> and I just started throwing stuff in that bag. And it was toys. It was, yeah. you know, little toy stuffed animals, the stuff that they played with. Right. Stuff they liked. Yeah. And the bag was gone. The bag was gone. Oh, you took it. You fully took it away. Oh, it got donated to the church. Oh, it really. Oh, it fully went out. So it wasn't fully even the threat w- of no, like. No, no, no. Because that's oh, so the when threat. you say put it on the curb. You need to follow through. If oh, you, you mean gonna, fully, fully, fully throw it out. Get rid of it. Well, I, not in the garbage. I would yeah, take yeah, it to the yeah. church and donate it. And, right. and I would tell my kids that's exactly oh, where it was going. interesting. I thought the move was just showing them you're taking it. No, I think it oh. happened one time and it was a bunch of stuffed animals and I couldn't take it anymore of saying, pick them up. Yeah. I put them in a back garbage bag. And they were gone. They were donated. And they were like, where's my toy? And you were like, I donated it. Well, they knew because they saw me do it. Because as soon as they saw me do it, they were like scrounging to clean up. I'm like, too late. Sorry. (laughs) Too late. Whatever's still out and I can get to, it's gone. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like this even more now. Okay. Let me tell you. Mm. Never happened again. Okay. The most important thing is you need to, if you're going to do a punishment, you need to follow through. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So don't, don't threaten with things that you know you cannot follow through. Right. Because this is the thing that's tricky of like, if it is like a PlayStation, mm-hmm. that's a very expensive item. You're right. So I know people are probably sitting there being like, okay, do I want to just completely donate and get rid of this? Because especially if you're like, hey, I can't, we can't afford to like buy it again mm-hmm. at whatever point in time. But with that, I'm like, you can easily take it away. I've done that with cell phones. Right. With um, my little one. I haven't had to do it with my older ones, but my little one, um, 
I have to say, I took his cell phone away for, I want to, maybe like six weeks. And it's funny because my sister-in-law found out and she's like, I'll give it back to him. I'm like, absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) I mean, good for you. That's uh, like when I was older, I had a cell phone, but it wasn't the like texting and again, Mm -hmm. like there wasn't social media. So I wasn't like on it Mm -hmm. like that. So my thing was the car. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, you want to have your freedom and go see your friends or do whatever you want to do. It was like, you don't have the car or it would be like you are driving to school and you are driving back home mm-hmm. like situation. So, yeah, I the taking away thing always worked with me because the I'm, yelling, any any kid could kind of sit through the yelling. I don't believe in, in the yelling. I don't believe in, you know, f- use the hitting or I, I don't believe in none of that. Mm-hmm. Never did. Um, but the taking away and, and that was. My youngest was the only one that ever had anything taken away from him, really? like, you know, like that for a long period of time. I mean, that's impressive. Never did it again. But it works. Never did it again. It works. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely say don't beat yourself up. Um, yeah, definitely not. But you need to nip that in the butt. You definitely need sure. to. Because first of all, hitting a parent and spitting on a parent is the biggest sign of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And if they're doing that at a young age, what's going to happen as they get older? Yeah, I don't, I've, <laughs> I've babysat some kids different than the one earlier before that just, it was mind blowing to me how this kid would speak to their parents and treat them. Yeah, no. And I just, and I, but I would be the bad guy if I would take her phone away and stuff. Cause I was with her when she's supposed to be doing zoom school mm-hmm. and, but at the, you know, the parents, I could tell it was like, they worked a long day. They come home and they're like, I do not want to deal with this. They would often cave, but I'd be like, well, why am I being the bad yeah. guy? Like she would hate me and then she would like tell them she hated me and wanted a different babysitter. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course. I'm like, cause I will take her stuff away. Exactly. Like, but my whole job is to make sure she does her schoolwork. Yeah. So I was like, it just, it was such a weird thing. Like it I was puts like, you in a weird position. Yeah. And I asked the parents, like, what do you want me to do? And they were yeah. like, oh, you can take her stuff away. It's fine. But I'm just like, yeah, but you keep giving it back to her. Exactly. So I'm like, I don't see how it works. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. You it know? does not work. And I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's an awkward position to be in, but if you don't nip that in the butt now, mm. it's just going to get worse. I agree with you. So, uh, well, I think that's all we have for today. So thank you guys so much for emailing in. If you want to send us your questions, it's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cause P O D at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a review on Apple podcasts, it really helps the show and tell a friend. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye guys. Till next time. Bye.